What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in, everyone. This is Nate Henry here to give you another recap of the week. Recognize that not everybody can watch every game, so I want to give you some quick, hard-hitting analysis to help you make some waiver wire decisions, find trade targets, and digest this week's action. But before I get into it, I want to remind you to click that subscribe button. Also, like this video and please add a comment if you have any thoughts or questions about what was said. With that said, let's get into it. First game of the week, New York Giants versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Darius Slayton had a down night in terms of targets in production, only four targets on 23 yards. It was Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard who significantly out-targeted Slayton with 17 total targets between the two of them. Yet Slayton played the most snaps. He played 92%. What happened was he was nearly shadow covered by Darius Slay, a very good corner. I'm going to chalk this bad game up to a tough matchup. The Cleveland Browns versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Odell Beckham appears to be out for the year, but the Browns put up big passing numbers even after he left the game. Former Michigan Wolverine Donovan Peoples-Jones was the hero catching the game-winning touchdown, but it was actually Rashad Higgins who was filling in for OBJ admirably with six targets, 110 yards, and 84% of the snaps. Higgins played really well against what was a weak opponent, but he's a name you should remember on waiver day. Detroit Lions versus the Atlanta Falcons. Julio Jones didn't quite look right to me in this game. He left the field gimpy multiple times and was clearly a decoy the few times that Atlanta threw the ball near the goal line. Julio got it done statistically by being savvy and sitting in zone gaps, but on a goal line fade, he didn't even move as the play was clearly designed for Calvin Ridley. This might be something that improves with time as he maybe heals up, but I'd much rather uh, roster Calvin Ridley rest of season. Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington football team. I really, really want to get excited about this Antonio Gibson game. But the game script really helped him. As such, he only played 47% of the snaps and actually didn't record a catch after only receiving one target. Uh, so the peripherals don't look great, but take the peripherals with a grain of salt. This game was never in question as Washington trounced Dallas. And as a result, Gibson actually ceded some carries to Peyton Barber and no running back was involved in the passing game. Expanding a bit on that, uh, Peyton Barber received five of his 10 carries on the final two drives of the game, and the other five occurred on what were more or less some ceremonial opening half drives because he's the quote-unquote starter. Also, J.D. McKissick only got two targets himself, only one more than Gibson, so Washington wasn't passing much at all, let alone to the running back position. Regardless, you could see Gibson's burst in playmaking, especially on a 40-yard run and his 12-yard touchdown. He's really an exciting player. Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Tennessee Titans. Juju's stats actually look better than they really were. 
You love the 14 targets and the 85 yards, but many of those targets and catches occurred on the final drive of the game when Tennessee was basically giving up the underneath routes in a more or less prevent defense. If the player who looked best on the field to me was Deontay Johnson. He had 15 targets himself and four of those were red zone targets. Also notably, Chase Claypool also drew a pass interference penalty on a deep pass. So he appears to be the Martavius Bryant role of this offense when all three players are healthy. Uh, all things considered, I'd move Juju based on this game. Uh, Buffalo Bills versus the New York Jets. John Brown was out for the game, and his absence really seems to hurt the entire offense. Josh Allen didn't kill your team due to his rushing floor, but Allen clearly needs a deep threat to be a top five. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com quarterback like he was earlier in the season. Carolina Panthers versus the New Orleans Saints. Michael Thomas appears to be unhappy in New Orleans. He apparently injured himself uh, in practice after being disciplined by the team. Word is he's out next week too and even asking for some trades. In his place was new face Marquez Callaway, who led the team in targets and receiving yards. We know that Drew Brees can make lesser known players into fantasy superstars. If this Thomas issue is going to be long-term, I think Callaway is someone to pick up. But if Thomas returns, I think all other pass catchers will fall out of relevance. Green Bay Packers versus the Houston Texans. A.J. Dillon is clearly not a threat to Aaron Jones down the stretch. He looked miserable in five carries. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Las Vegas Raiders. Seriously, what is wrong with Mike Evans? I, I know he had an injury earlier in the year, and maybe that's still bothering him, but it that didn't stop him from running 86% of the snaps, leading the team in offense of offensive playmakers. It seems that his playing style just does not vibe with Tom Brady's. But it's really not all on Brady. PFF actually gave Evans the worst grade on the team uh, on offense with a 57.4. Plus, the signing of Antonio Brown can't make things better for Evans. You want my advice, I'd sell him for anything you can based on name value alone. San Francisco 49ers versus the New England Patriots. Just like we expected, Jarek McKinnon barely played. 12 total snaps. Allegedly, this was planned, sure. Uh, instead of McKinnon, it was the Jeff Wilson show, and he was fantastic until he got injured. Looks like he's going to miss several weeks with this injury, just like Raheem Mostert. Notably, after Wilson got injured, uh, Kyle Shanahan trusted Jamichael Hasty with most of the running back duties. Hasty and McKinnon look like the only two running backs left, which means that Hasty should be rostered in every single league. Game script might dictate these playing thing times with 
Hasty, Wilson, Mostert handling most of the duties in positive and neutral game scripts, while McKinnon plays more of a passing down neutral, or sorry, negative game script role. I don't know. But next week, San Francisco's got the Seahawks, so it might be a McKinnon week. Still, I'd go get Hasty if you can. He'll be usable next week. Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Our very own Robbie Jeffries pointed out last week that Justin Herbert is having a miraculous year. He didn't just continue that amazing pace. I think he improved on it this week. I just, I love the way he throws the deep ball. It's one of the nicest deep balls in the league, even for a rookie. That means that guys like Jayton Guyton just became fantasy relevant in good matchups. Also, I think Herbert's a must-start rest of season. Kansas City Chiefs versus Denver Broncos. In Le'Veon Bell's first game with Kansas City, he essentially split the backfield duties with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Eight carries for CEH, six for Bell, 27 snaps for CEH, 17 for Bell. However, I have no record of Bell running a route. Meanwhile, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire ran 14 routes. We know that Bell can catch the ball out of the backfield, so he may just not know the Chiefs' route trees well enough to be used in that way yet, or it could just be a weird anomaly due to this snowy weather. Either way, it looks like a split in this backfield. Last game of the night, an exciting one. Seattle Seahawks versus the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray is this year's Lamar Jackson. He was just drafted a little earlier. Uh, Also, I want to note that DK Metcalf got the Patrick Peterson treatment. From my perspective, he was shadowed, which explains 20 targets going to Tyler Lockett. Drake Kilpatrick is a much weaker cornerback in terms of grading. So... Uh, It looks like the Seahawks attack the weak matchup. All right, that does it for this week. I'll catch you next week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.